Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I know what you are. See it. Welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode 16. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ariana. Today we are covering chapter 15 of Twilight called The Cullens. Before we begin, let's find out where the hell have you been, Loca, and what are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything because I finished my drink and that's it. Um, Where have I been? I had a sleepover with my cat. It was so cute. He was so excited. He drooled in your mouth. No, there was no drool this time, but he did like sleep on top of my face and it was precious and adorable and we hung out the next morning and then I went out for Nick's friend's birthday on Friday in the city. That was fun. And then another friend of his birthday on Saturday in Westchester. That was fun. And then I worked for Memorial Day weekend, did a half day on Sunday and a half day on Monday. Can tell you what I did after those two half days. Oh, I went to Nick's. We watched Stranger Things. So I'm watching that. It's pretty good. And that's where I've been. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Okay. You traditionally go next. No, I know. I just wasn't sure if we were we're, we're ready to move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So I went to the beach. Near to Stone Harbor? No, I went near my parents' house uh, by like Seaside Heights mm-hmm. area. Um, I got burnt like a motherfucker on my shoulders. Really? Yeah. Um. Unfortunate. But what can you do? I also got burnt. I was at Nick and Sam's pool. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Fried. Different Nick. Different Nick. Yeah, we both are dating Nicks, if you haven't figured that but out. This yeah, this but then I was Nick. at... Oh, shit. Yeah, I was at my friend Nick's house. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's a popular boy's name in 1990 slash 19 to 1993, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I guess. 
Got an Alexander. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Alexes, too. So many Alexes. Boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we went to like my parents' house for a barbecue and... You know, everyone, all my brothers were there with their significant others, and my grandparents were there, and my best friend came uh, with her boyfriend, so it was just a lot of... Couples. Couples. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I went to my Nick's aunt's house for Memorial Day, and they had like a pool, and we were just chilling in the pool and Fine. having another barbecue. Classic. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days ago, someone from my college reached out to me and asked if I could set up a time to talk about like the CPA and like just give him like advice in his career and his life. And he said that he told me that one of the professors recommended that he reach out to me. So that just kind of warmed my heart that Aww. and the professor that asked him to told him to reach out to me is actually my favorite professor Aww. that I had throughout my college. Oh, that's so nice. Career. That's so really like, nice. He's like thinking about me and remembers me and, and like thinks you're doing well. Thinks I'm doing good to yeah. like still like think about recommending me to students that are at the school right now. So that was kind of nice. That's and, cute. That's yeah. really cute. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's where I've been. Nice. Um, so I'm drinking a new beer. Also a Lord Hobo, but a different flavor this time. It's a session IPA. And it's called Life. So <laughs> that's fitting. Funny story. My mom bought like alcohol for the engagement party, like my brother's mm-hmm. engagement party. Mm-hmm. And I went to her house, like, before at some point after they bought the liquor and everything. And she was like, yeah, like, Jeremy asked if I bought, like, Ippas. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she showed me the cans. I was like, Mom, that's an IPA. Like, like <laughs> I was like, it is not called an Ippa. She was like, I don't I'm know. I call just, them Ippas. I thought it was an Ippa. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think she went to, like, the distributor? The liquor was store. Like, and I was like, do you, have, do you guys have any Ippas? Ippas? Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. I can't. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, that's my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this IPA is particularly <laughs> hoppy, if I do say so myself. Um, it's good though. So let's see. I've been I've been reading a lot, guys. Oh, I've been drinking water. I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, that. you've been drinking water. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a lot. I today is the last day of the month, and I have read nine books. I think. Eight books. I started my ninth book today, but I'm not going to finish it in time, sadly. So it will just be eight books for the month. So I'm really behind. But I read some really, really, really good ones this um, this month. So I read a thriller. Mm-hmm. I actually read a couple of thrillers, but I just finished. I started and finished a thriller called The Final Girl Support Group. It was pretty good. You should check it out. It's an yeah. easy read. I mean, I got stacks to read. You do have stacks. If I like the thriller that I bought, I will definitely be looking to read more of those. So. Yeah. It's like, a, it's good. Um, And I read Verity by Colleen Hoover. That was really good. Super easy read. Another like 
suspense, like a thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned last episode that I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and it was fucking amazing. So good. Um, so yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good book month. Um, I worked all weekend, so my Memorial Day weekend was not really anything special. Um, but I was off today, so, and I'm off again tomorrow, which is really nice to like have two back-to-back days since I usually don't get like a traditional weekend. Um, and I just like laid out, soaked up the sun. Nearly passed out in the heat. <laughs> yeah. I drank a lot of water today, so that's why I'm having two beers now. And that's kind of it. Oh, oh my God, wait. Okay, I almost forgot, and I'm glad I didn't. Did you guys know that Ashley Green, a.k.a. Alice, has a Twilight podcast? Yeah, she has. No, like, I did they, not. It's called the Twilight yeah. Effect Podcast. Yeah. What is it I've about? It's really good. Well, obviously, it's about I'm sure Twilight, it's amazing but... because she w- it was in it. Like, how could it not? And she is amazing anyway. Like, I love her. I've, I'm obsessed with her. But I just learned that today. I didn't listen to it because I was too busy trying to read my books. But, um, yeah, my friend Sabrina was like, did you know? And I was like, no, I fucking don't. But I guess my podcast is going to go out of business now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she launched hers literally the same week we launched You're ours. You're joking. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. That's actually, why we don't have so many listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Actually, that's, she, her podcast is probably the reason why we have any listeners at all because people are probably searching the Twilight podcast and we're coming up. And they're yeah. like, what's this? Oh, well, yeah. damn, I'm going to have to give it a listen. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about it because I, I saw posts for it like before it launched. And I was like, hmm, that could actually be kind of interesting. And then I just haven't listened to it. Yeah, I haven't listened to it either, but I think I'm going to – definitely I'm going to listen to it. I – yeah, damn. Really got me. Anyway, um, you guys should uh, – well, if you're listening, it means you already know about us, so that's great. So just <laughs> like us, review us, um, leave us some cute little emails – with your thoughts, hit us up on Instagram at where you been local pod. You can follow us on Twitter. I swear one of these days we will be more active on there. Um, it's at WYBL podcast. And again, you can email us at where you been local pod at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Marissa G and Twitter at Marissa explains it all. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kella underscore Dalla. And I'm on Instagram at Ariana underscore bar. And with that, Kayla, why don't you take us into the recap? Yeah. And we have been like a little more active on Instagram. We've definitely. We're working on it. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because like none of us are, I feel like, really that active on. So like, I feel like I don't I'm post even, on Instagram. I'm not even active on my own Instagram. No, I mean, I'm definitely Like, not. I look at people's Instagrams, but I don't post Instagrams that often. I don't open Instagram unless I'm doing something on Instagram for my own thing mm. like a story and then yeah. i'll like maybe scroll through the top five stories in my like little lineup and then that's it <laughs> yeah well there you go but we did also get our new print from bella is alive of jacob and it's bella where the hell have you been loca it's really with funny. a little booty pop it is really funny and it's amazing and you should post it should we, we post will, it we will post a picture of it when i get a frame for it um, just like we did for the, this is the ass of a killer Bella. Mm-hmm. You should 
check her out on Etsy. It's Beller is Alive. She's got like really fucking funny stickers. They're amazing. Yeah, the stickers are really funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, the recap. Bella and Edward returned from their meadow date. They had a little hangout in the kitchen before Charlie came home. Not ready to say goodbye to each other just yet. Edward spends the night with Bella, this time with her acknowledgement and invitation. Charlie was suspicious that Bella might be trying to sneak out for the night. And they had some deep conversations about Edward's family and whether... Hold on. (laughs) The arrangement of this last part of the... (laughs) Kind of sounds like Charlie and Bella are having this conversation. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was doing this so fast. Um. Oh, my God, it does. <laughs> oh, my God, it really does. Charlie was suspicious that Bella might be trying to sneak out, and they have a deep conversation about Edward's family and about whether they would be able to have sexy time. <laughs> This would be a whole switched up the ground. Oh, God. Whoa. Yeah. um, No, Charlie's not having that conversation. Charlie's only concerned that um, Bella's going to sneak out. And then uh, Edward and Bella have a deep conversation about Edward's family and about whether they would ever be able to have sexy time. Jesus. Yeah. That's the recap. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Can you summarize that just as great as as Kayla did her uh I I don't I don't know if how are you gonna follow that up I I don't know I don't know try to Um, match that chaos (laughs) believe me I can match the chaos part I don't know about you know um so Edward invites Bella over to his house to meet his family as they arrive they are happily greeted by Carlisle as me Alice and Jasper but Rosalie and Emmett are nowhere to be found I just love the way you say Esme. Esme? Because I say Esme? Yeah. Esme? I don't know. So it's just I like really I have just to don't think, expect it every single time. I like have to I've really think hard time. about how I say her name. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Because like to me, it looks like Esme, but I guess it's Esme. Yeah. I don't know. It's um, not a bad thing. You call her whatever you want to call her Jessica, um, Angela. <laughs> I mean, I could get confused at one point with that. (laughs) Uh, Bella discovers Edward has a talent for playing the piano and even learns about Carlisle's backstory. Edward continues giving Bella a tour of the home, but Bella is troubled by the fact that not-so-nice vampires are headed into the area. Wow. Mm -hmm. Again, I didn't read this chapter. I only read my own section because I wanted to be surprised because I felt like it went really well last time. Um, And I enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. here we go to the only part that I read. So Bella wakes up and Edward is still in her room sitting in a rocking chair and she completely forgets herself and launches at him and sits in his lap because she's excited that he is still there. Um, and then when she remembers that she lives with her father, she jumps out of his lap. But Edward assures her that Charlie left an hour ago after reattaching her battery cables. So, um, as we know, Charlie thought she was going to sneak out and he thought she was going to take her in a loud ass fucking truck. No, if you're sneaking out, somebody else is picking you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you're walking somewhere. Yeah. Um, fearful of morning. So whatever. So she's like, ah, and he opens his arms so she can come sit back in his lab 
And she's like, oh, actually, I like need a couple like minutes. She I hate another human minute. I yeah. think that's so cringe. Every time she says that, I'm the like, dude, just, just say you need to go brush your fucking teeth. Like, yeah, it's so, I don't like, know. Why is she being like so like, like I need a coy. human minute. I'm like, okay. It's not like he doesn't know that people brush their teeth. Yeah. I mean, I'd be understandable if she was like, I need a human minute. And that was code for I need to go shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I I need to use the bathroom. Yeah. If she's going to be so like coy about it but whatever so she excuses herself to the bathroom and is kind of having trouble making sense of her emotions but after primping for a bit she returns to her bedroom and edward's lap where he rocks her like (laughs) a baby and it's very fucking weird yeah well he did this like after their little piggyback ride too it's cradled her like a baby so how how different do we think their height and body structures are? Like I really honestly think different. she's pretty petite. She's small and he's big. Or I feel like I I'm not picturing like Emmett big, but like just a lot, lot larger than her. I think that she is like pro like ti- like not tiny, but I think she's probably five six or shorter. Yeah, and like slight. Mm-hmm. he's what like and then i think he probably looks six, like two. your typical 17 year old boy that like maybe plays a sport like plays lacrosse or something like not built or anything but like tall and like broad shoulders yeah yeah sorry i yawned while i said that might have sounded weird um so while he's rocking her like a baby she notices that his clothes have been changed and that his hair has been brushed and she accuses him of leaving after he said that he wouldn't but he says he couldn't possibly have let the neighbor see him coming and going twice in the same outfit. So, of course, he had to change because what a fucking scandal. I mean, actually, kind of it would have been a scandal in real life. But well, it would also okay. be a scandal if they saw him coming and going at all. At all. Yeah. Which, right. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I feel like, one, they <gasps> don't ever actually see him. But two, I feel like the houses are kind of sp- I feel I just get the vibe that it's so rural and there's woods between the houses. Like, what fucking neighbors do you see? Like, yeah, I mean, when she goes out to her little like thinking rock that day, she's like out in the woods. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not in someone's backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he says it doesn't matter because when I left, you were in a deep sleep anyway, and the talking had come earlier. So this is from the book. What did you hear? His gold eyes grew very soft. You said you loved me. You knew that already, I reminded him, ducking my head. It was nice to hear just the same. I hid my face against his shoulder. I can't say it. I love you. I whispered. You are my life now, he answered simply. I know. I don't care. I don't care if this is supposed to be an intense love. They've had one date, and I will never get over this timeline. Ever. Yeah. I will never I also get over it. Did- is that the first time That's like the, first the words time. I love you actually were legitimately yeah. spoken? The very first right. time. Right. So how would he, how can she say you already knew that if he. Because they declared their love for each other yesterday in the meadow. Yeah. But they didn't say Without they loved it. each Without other. saying it. Yeah, but See, there's I, that line. I'm the type of girl where like I need you to literally say I love you for me to know that you are trying to say that you love me. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like most people are that kind of girl like if i'm yeah 
The you can show reason... me you love me, but I'm not gonna fully know you love me unless you say at least like I love at you. least like the first time you're going to try and say you love me. After that, if you show it to me, I get it. Yeah. But like at least the very first time, just be fucking clear and just fucking say it. Like I don't know. I know. The only reason we know that she or that they already know this about each other is because of that line from them being in the meadow. That's like the lion how we... love with the lamb. No, I wasn't even thinking that. It's like. How, like how quickly we went from discussing my demise to declaring ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that just means that they just said that they're. I am you, and you are me. <laughs> so, so now we know that they're okay, in love, Beatles. But, <laughs> but he's like, but I still want to hear it, and she's like, okay, I love you. I. It's so cringy. I really struggled to get through He's that. like, I want to hear you consciously say it. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, that's well, that's fair. what I that's would fair. That's what I would also, at least the first time you're going to say they you love me. on like, one date, you guys. I don't care. One date. Yeah. One. You're right. Ugh. Love is love. But no, I, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel just as strongly about this as you do with the milk. Okay. <laughs> So after a bit of love-filled silence, Edward takes Bella down to the kitchen for breakfast. Not before she makes a groan-worthy joke about her being his breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. And then a second just as bad joke about now watch me hunt, and she gets herself a bowl of fucking cereal. Like I just picture her being like. See what I did there? I hate it. I literally hate it. I put five vomit emojis in my notes because that is just so I hate it. I can't yeah. believe I can't believe Stephanie wrote that and was like, this is like so cute and smart and funny and look at this, huh? I hate it. The one thing I did think was slightly cute was that he was like wanted to try to make her breakfast, but obviously he doesn't know how to fucking make anything because oh, he doesn't, he doesn't eat. Yeah. I yeah, but okay. Aside from that small little tidbit it's fucking disgusting it's what i hate does. it it's cringe it's, it's so it's very cringe. cringe Ugh. but given that it's a sunday bella asks edward what's on the agenda today because obviously they will be spending every moment moment together for the rest of eternity going forward so when i read that part i was like this is so dumb but i was like does she not have homework no she did it all when did she do it? Probably during the week when she was anticipating seeing Edward. <laughs> like, I guess that's true. Yeah. When she was, was like, trying to keep was like, her when mind did she do her off, off <laughs> Edward. She does homework. True. I did also like, I you didn't mention it. Um, I mean, it was very small and insignificant, but just that she like says the kitchen like looks like bright and sunny and warm now when it's like the exact same kitchen that she walked into and was like, it's like kind of pathetic. It's like my mom tried to like put sunshine into the kitchen with yellow cabinets and it's just like sad in here but now she's like the yellow cabinets and sunshine (laughs) and it's wonderful and perfect because edward's here i know know. (laughs) yeah she's like oh my god picturing edward in my like little cute kitchen but like that's probably how like charlie felt when he came home to like fucking yellow cabinets he's like weird but it is kind of cute because we're a big happy family and it's like all nice and like full of love do you imagine how fucking sad those cabinets made him feel and stingy and lifeless and now bella's like there is life in this kitchen except not because edward's dead (laughs) yeah it's a little (laughs) oh my god that's funny okay so uh, she's like what are we doing today because we are never apart forever 
and he asks her how she feels about meeting his family today and she does admit he's a she's afraid but because she's she's afraid that they won't like her and she also wants to know if they'll be confused by him bringing a human home which Bella you already know that Edward asked Jasper and Emmett about the blood smell thing in reference to her, her like her own blood and They've been watching the two of you, like his whole family's been watching them sitting at lunch for a week now. Like mm-hmm. they know, mm-hmm. they know nobody's confused. And Alice knows that they were at the meadow, which probably all of them know that they were at the meadow. They do. Yeah. Edward admits that the family hedged bets yesterday. Oh yeah. Of on whether or not Edward would bring her back, and he couldn't fathom why anyone would bet against Alice. Um, and besides, with the many gifts in their family. There is no use in keeping secrets. Um, and Bella takes this as a sign that Alice saw her coming. But when she asks Edward about it, he like gets a little weird and just changes the subject and is like. For the second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious. Do we think that this is because she sees her as a vampire? And- yeah. yeah. I think so. Okay. I wasn't sure like how early on that vision was. Yeah. But I think so, because in last chapter, which I think was also in my section, but I didn't mention it, is that um, he says that, you know, Alice's visions are very subject to change. So she could see one thing, but like it doesn't it's not set in stone. So I think by him, I'm thinking if Edward, it doesn't mention to Bella that like Alice has seen a vision where she's a vampire, then hopefully like it won't happen because he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. and for once, like, Bella doesn't press him with questions when he changes the subject, though she's still thinking about it. Um, but then Edward is like, okay, well, I think that you should introduce me to Charlie as your boyfriend. But Bella is hesitant because, well, for two reasons. A, because she's a private person. She's uncomfortable. She doesn't, like, really want to, like, have that conversation with Charlie. And also because she admits that she feels that boyfriend is, like, basically an inadequate term to describe what they mean to each other. But then what what term would you use? Yeah, they're not married. We know that because they're not fucking. Literally what term? Soulmate? <laughs> Soulless Charlie, mate? this is my soulmate. <laughs> Charlie, this is my... No. Yeah. I mean, she could say this is my partner, but, like, he would be like, you are 17. Like, you're fucking... Like, like to me, partner you- means fucking. No, I wasn't sure well, because if it was, maybe also, it's just like part, a term. Partner is gender neutral, so I think a lot of people oh, like. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. But anyway, I, homie, girly, you just said I love you for the first time ever twenty minutes ago. Slow your fucking roll. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edward says that you know we could spare Charlie the details, all the gory details, but he basically says there needs to be an explanation. For him to be around all of the time. And she's like, oh, my God, you're, you're, you're going to be around all the time? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. As long as you want me to be. And she says that she'll want him forever. And again, he kind of like clams up and is like, all right, we'll just go get dressed then. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. If my, if my boyfriend partner, my vampire man said to me, like, he kept brushing me off like that, I would be like, wait. <laughs> I'm getting really mixed messages here. I mean, she was also, she says, like, she warns him that she will want him forever. Like, it's just a weird context. It's, it's so all, weird. It's all weird. It's yeah. so weird. Um, so here, 
This is when we get the absolute sexiest outfit of the entire book. <laughs> Barring the sleeveless collared shirt that Edward was wearing two chapters ago, which I meant to post on our Instagram. I literally have it saved on my desktop. It's right here, just in case you guys forgot that was what Edward was wearing on the right. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so to meet Edward's family, Bella puts on a long khaki skirt and a blue blouse with a tasteful ponytail. And she's extremely satisfied with her appearance for absolutely unfathomable reasons. And she bounds down the stairs to let Edward know that she is decent for their day together. Edward mm-hmm. thinks it's sexy. Yes, he does. Yeah, because it's modest and like he's modest. Like how it's, long? Like, perfect for like his style. taste. How long? Yeah. How long do you think the skirt is, dude? Past the knees, definitely. Like I think it's like ankle length. Yeah. I don't, I, ugh. <laughs> or Jeez. like just above, maybe. If it's not ankle length, then I think it's just below the knee. Yeah. I think it's like a pencil skirt, but like a khaki skirt. Mm. Mm. No knees. Khakis. Knees are too sexy for for Edward's purposes. If you say khakis in a normal English accent, it sounds like car keys in a Boston accent. It's <laughs> like when you say beer can, it sounds it's like, like bacon, beer, bacon in, 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 Jamaican. in Jamaican. Beer can. Bacon. <laughs> oh my god. Khakis. Can you get somebody <laughs> get me the khakis? <laughs> I gotta run to the store. <laughs> Ariana, where are you khakis? <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it. <laughs> Do you wanna try? It's fun. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Fine. What have if I wanted to? <laughs> what a jumped in. <laughs> I think you're really missing out on it, but I guess we could just dive in. Cool. <laughs> She bounds down the stairs right into him, and he steadies her, holding her at a distance before pulling her in closer. He claims she is utterly indecent, that no one should look so tempting. Mm, that long khaki skirt and blouse. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wear this out on Saturday night. Do it. And this compliment. Do you even own these kinds of clothes? No, I will have to go to Goodwill for them. <laughs> This compliment goes right over Bella's head and she offers to change and Edward is running his fingers down her back along her spine, breathing quickly, but they don't actually need to breathe. So is he just like putting on a hot and heavy like show for her? Oh or my like God, what? no, I think he's feeling hot and heavy <laughs> and can't mm-hmm. control himself and is like, <sighs> yeah, but like he doesn't actually need Sounds to like breathe. Sounds like a dog. So yeah. he, like there's no reason he should be like panting. <laughs> Um, that's I, Kayla. I'm so sorry you've never had somebody so attracted to you. They pant, but like that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's um for any being that breathes though. Vampires don't breathe, so I just don't. Well, I just didn't seem seemed amiss. I I think it's <laughs> uncontrolled. <laughs> All right. He's well, like, then I he- can't control myself. Let me start breathing. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to breathe, but I'm gonna start. <laughs> right like i think he's he's trying to control himself with with the khaki skirt yeah he's doing like breathing exercises yeah he's lowering his blood pulse 
Well, I guess he gets it under control because then he gives her a careful kiss with his lips slightly parted this time. Oh, yeah. And Bella passes out. (laughs) Yeah, she does. (laughs) I think this part's fucking hilarious. (laughs) And Edward's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yesterday you attacked me and now you're passing out. And Bella claims this is because he's just too good. He's such a good kisser. Oh, my God. Mm. (laughs) Like, I literally just picture like a... It's like... that's it. Literally, like, it's like... (laughs) <laughs> like lips remember he said lips are slightly, slightly parted, parted so, it's so he's like literally <laughs> it's disgusting uh, yeah i mean i really just imagine it's like a a tap yeah like it's like like, a like, like her bottom lip might be between his open lips <laughs> so they're going like bella you're so indecent <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with those with those khaki. Uh, she's a hoe. She's very Hide revealing. Your fucking husband. Very, you know, here's the thing: it's probably so revealing because she's wearing khakis. It probably looks like she's not wearing anything. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that flesh tone. Yeah, should be wearing camouflage. Hi. Actually, your- I feel like khakis are probably too dark for her skin tone. That's probably she's true. definitely washed out. Yeah. And he asks if she's feeling sick, having seen her like this before, but it's not like that this time. Bitch just forgot to breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dumb and bitch. He took her breath away. <laughs> You're giving him too much credit. <laughs> I think I'm giving him. I didn't say he was good at it, but he is for her. <laughs> now he's worried about taking her out anywhere in this condition, but Bella is sure his family will think she's insane anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And they reconfirm that she is not afraid of being in a house full of vampires, just that they might not like her. And <laughs> it would be so funny if she fucking passed out in front of Rosalie. <laughs> oh it would be so funny. Oh, she'd never let her live it down. Never. Mm-hmm. It would be incredible. Neither would Emmett for that matter, but like for a funny reason. Yeah. As they head out of town, she realizes she actually has no fucking clue where he lives. And the houses along the way are getting bigger and further apart until there were no other houses to pass. They turn onto an unmarked, unpaved road, barely visible among the ferns. Serial killer. Mm -hmm. The road only discernible for a few meters at a time as it twisted through the woods. After a few miles, the woods began to thin and they are suddenly in a small meadow. Or maybe it's a lawn. Bella's not really sure. Large. She's still reeling from her faint. Yeah. She's yeah. like, is this meadow, lawn? Where are is we? Is this real life? Have you seen that, that video? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, yeah, wait. Why does that I, sound familiar? It's, I think it's like this kid and he's like whacked up on like Laffy Gas oh, or something. Yeah, from, yeah. From, from a and he's like, is this real life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that too. That's like Vine era. That yeah. actually might be YouTube. <laughs> So there's large cedar trees with sweeping branches shaded an entire acre of property right up to the walls of the house, making the first floor wraparound porch obsolete. And I think they did a good job with this in the movie because like mm-hmm. Alice and Jasper come in off of like the tree branches into the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Which like I never like I thought that was cool in the movie. I was like, damn, I want a tree that leads into my kitchen. But I like didn't realize that's actually like written that way in the book mm-hmm. yeah but you know what this is th- this book and movie is the first and last time the house is like that after yeah. it's like that big glamorous like it's still in the middle of the woods but the trees are not like so yeah but it's still okay so that's ki- kind of goes into my next point so maybe i'm picturing a later movie um the house isn't at all what bella had expected she describes it as timeless graceful and probably a hundred years old 
faded white, three stories tall, rectangular, and well-proportioned with the windows and doors being original structures or perfect restorations. So I said that the movie is far more modern than this description. Yeah. yeah. Right? In yeah. the first movie and so on. Yeah. It's still modern. Yeah. The, both both houses are modern, but I feel like the first time we see their house, the layout is different. The, the, and like, like interior. the re- interior is yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the ex- – we don't even really see the full exterior of the house in the first movie. Do we? I think I it, don't- it's just when they like pull up to the house, it's like all glass windows. Yeah. yeah. I remember like the, the good like glass, glass windows. Yeah. I, and I think I want to say – is that, is that do they keep the same exterior throughout the rest of the movies? I thought they changed it, but maybe it's just the interior that I'm like. I don't remember because I know they changed the interior. It's not the fucking the same. interior. Like yeah, the layout is so different. Turn, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Um, I think we do see more of it the exterior though, and then they have the wedding in like the backyard. Mm-hmm. So we see like two different angles of the exterior, but I do think it's the same. Same exterior in the front. Which means always. they're always like having their weird like fights and shit in the front lawn. In the backyard, they have that like um, porch or something when they're like, when after Bella turns. See, I thought that you was. You need my daughter after I, the Loch Ness Monster. I thought that was the front of the house. <laughs> I think that's the back. Oh, this whole time I've been picturing that as the front. No. No, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to, to be the back. I Google what their house looks like. Hold on. I mean, I believe you. I just don't. I mean, I guess I have no idea. I never really put a direction. I don't know. To it's it been a while since it. I've watched the movies. So yeah, I... wait, it is different. I think, or maybe it's not. Uh, I mean, regardless, the house is modern, like very modern in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is being described as kind of like older, classical, still nice. Yeah, I- I'm picturing more like maybe like Victorian. Yeah. Kinda. yeah. And Bella is in awe of the house and she's nervous to meet the family and she smooths out her hair because this is going to help. And Edward takes her hand and escorts her to the house, rubbing soothing circles into the back of her hand to help ease her tension. When they enter the house, she describes it as more surprising and less predictable than the exterior. It's bright, it's open and large. What she presumes used to be several rooms had been opened up into one large room with the back wall entirely replaced with glass and the lawn stretching out beyond the cedars to the river. There is a massive curving staircase and the walls, high beamed ceilings, wooden floors and thick carpets are all in varying shades of white and waiting to greet them are Edward's parents standing next to a grand piano. Cute. What an entrance. Bella has met Dr. Cullen before, Avi, when Tyler almost ended her life, but she is still struck by his youth and perfection, but this is also the first time she's meeting him now, like, understanding like why he's he yeah. he so, like, youthful and perfect, so I feel like she's, like, meeting him for the first time. Yeah. Um, and at Dr. Cullen's side is Esme, the only Cullen Bella has yet to see. And she describes her as having the same pale, beautiful features as the rest with a heart-shaped face, billowing soft caramel-colored hair, which reminded Bella of the silent movie era, which I looked up is the 1890s to the 1920s. And Esme was born in 1895 and died in 1921. There so, you go. Spot on, Bells. Nailed yeah. it. She uh, was small and slender, but less angular and a little more rounded than the others. Does that mean Ooh. fat? I think she's just curvy. I also think she's just more matured because she's 26 and yeah. they're all teens yeah or like early 20s where she's yeah. mid 20s she's like filled out a little yeah got it 
they were both dressed casually in light colors matching the house. So, like, they obviously really liked this open, light, airiness mm-hmm. to, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Not Which I feel like it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if, obviously, they can't be in the sun. So, it's kind of, like, interesting how they have, like, an open space. I guess it's kind of, like, their space to be themselves, really. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they still have the house, like, fully shaded by these trees, which I never really thought about because I think we talked about it before. Like, way in the beginning. Yeah, we did. They were like, what if someone, like, came up to the house and, like, they're just fucking glittering in their windows because the sun's out. Yeah. But clearly they've thought about that. And they have these, like, big trees that keep the house in shade so that they're not, like, sparkling. They probably also don't want that, like, daily reminder for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because Edward doesn't seem to care about that part of him. He's like, this is the skin of a killer. (laughs) This is not cute. (laughs) I don't want to see it every day. So they welcomed them with a smile, but made no moves to approach them. And Bella assumes this is so they wouldn't frighten her. Edward breaks a silence with the introduction of Bella. And Carlisle takes a careful step towards her, reaching out to shake her hand and welcoming her. Bella and Carlisle are immediately on first name basis. And she's suddenly feeling more confident and feeling Edward's relief at her side. Esme then steps forward to take her hand and welcome her as well. Alice excitedly darts down the stairs towards Bella to greet her and Edward. And Carlisle and Esme shot Alice a look for this, but Bella liked that it was a natural behavior for Alice. Yeah. Then Alice greets Bella with a kiss on the cheek. Mm. I just, I said, I love this energy. I'm going to start kissing you on the cheek when I see you. a lot of tension in the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Alice, Alice definitely yeah. tones it down. Yeah, everybody's like, um, we don't really know how to greet this human. She's like, I do. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, girly, I've seen you in school. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody is on edge, but with all this but Bella is pleased to be accepted so entirely by Alice and then Alice comments on Bella smelling nice and how she hadn't noticed before (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay but she also hasn't been like right next to Bella except for that one time in the cafeteria for a quick introduction yeah like she still smells her I don't know well I'm also it is funny because it's such a normal thing to say like oh you smell nice but that's like in a human yeah Yeah. human human oh you smell so good right but like because it's it's funny because like coming from it's vampire, like it, my like, really perfume, different. my blood, yeah. Yeah, what, my are we, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> right. So then uh, Jasper appears and suddenly Bella feels at ease and then remembers what Jasper's particular talent is. He uh, said hello from a distance. Wait, mm-hmm. so did he did that? Yeah. Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> That's his gift. He's like, all right, I know like we're all a little tense because Alice just like flew down the fucking stairs at Bella, but it's cool. We're chill. So he said hello from a distance, not offering to shake her hand. And Bella compliments their home, and she senses that Esme thinks she's brave for coming. Then Bella realizes... (laughs) (laughs) You're so brave. Yeah, because you could die in like two seconds. It'd be so quick. It wouldn't even register. And it could be like a full-on frenzy. Yeah. With like it could, seven it could get bad real quick. <laughs> yeah, but she would die so fast. True, but she would still be dead. Yeah, but like also, well, I guess if they're like sucking her blood out of her like real fast, like seven of them, she'd die quickly. But I'm thinking like Walking Dead, if you're down and those walkers are all eating you alive, that is Speaking not a quick death. I have been rewatching that. I'm on season three. Oh damn! You're plowing through it. You were we gotta, like, we gotta watch it, but we never. See I forget other. where I stop. I know when I stop, but well, I don't know where season. in the series it 
stopped, so I don't. Know. I've already seen like season three and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we are waiting until but, like the it's all finished. Yeah, you might it's as like well. A, it's eleven. Might as well finish out this season and then start from the beginning. That's true. <laughs> the beginning is. I mean, I like the beginning a lot. I've seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've really like, rewatched the beginning few the seasons beginning's a good. few times. Yeah, my coworkers said the first three seasons are the best. Yeah, I feel like I would agree with that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the last. Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on like the last half of this series. Anyway, then Bella realizes we could do a podcast about it. <laughs> we could. We could. With you watching it for the first time, having watched the finale. Only season. the finale season. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. We should do that. All right. Uh, then Bella realizes Rosalie and Emmett weren't there, but remembers Edward's polite denial that Rosalie doesn't care for her. And Edward and Carlisle have a private convo in their heads. And Bella tries to pretend she doesn't notice by reminiscing over thoughts of her mom playing the piano for her as a child. It just felt like this whole part was all over the fucking place. Yeah. So awkward. <laughs> and also, like, you have to think, like, Alice and Jasper and Esme are also just standing there. Like, no one's, like, talking to her. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're all just like, oh, you guys are thought communicating. It literally, yeah, but it also, like, it jumped from, like, the whole Alice and, like, Jasper thing that like all flowed mm-hmm. very smoothly like that whole part and then it was like oh Rosalie and Emmett aren't here oh yeah they don't like me oh those two are having a conversation oh just look at the piano well, oh my mom used to play it for me yeah what the fuck <laughs> oh and also like Edward can't have a silent conversation with Carlisle because Carlisle can't hear Edward's thoughts so really Carlisle's just thinking things well, and Edward's listening well yeah. yeah that's what it was it says like um she looks over at Edward and sees that he's staring intently at Carlisle and Carlisle's like looking intently back at him and then Edward just like nods. Mm. So like Carlisle is saying something to him in his head and Edward's like, got it. Mm. So if I was Bella, I would freak the fuck out. I'd be like, does he not like me? What is he saying to Edward? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'd be just, like, what are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> yeah, just super Am I super the drama? So Esme, like, realizes that Bella's, you know, looking at the piano. <laughs> and she's like, I don't really know what the fuck is going on. So she's like, oh, did you know Edward, please? <laughs> she's like, no, I fucking didn't. But that doesn't surprise me because he can do anything. And Jasper's like, huh, that's funny. Edward can do anything. <laughs> Literally, it says he, like, chuckles. <laughs> he, like, laughs at this. And Esme lightly scolds him for showing off because it's rude. And despite having just told Edward that showing off is rude, she's like, go show off and play the piano for That's all of us. so true. Mm-hmm. She's like, I hope you haven't been showing off. Now, if you have, let's, let's actually show off the right way the piano's over there. Piano. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, but Edward began playing the piano so elegantly that Bella could not believe that it was only one set of hands playing. And I could just imagine like vampire speed fingers like, like Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um but she closed her eyes and Edward asked her what is wrong and Bella said that she feels extremely insignificant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, I get this, like being so close to someone who is so good at everything and it's like you want to be happy for them, but it can be hard at the same time to feel like you're just not good enough or yeah. like as good as yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Edward then began playing the lullaby, saying that Bella inspired this one. Which I think is cute because there's like the soundtrack, the lullaby. So I wonder if that's that's I think what it's what they were. Yeah. That's what he's mm-hmm. supposed to be playing. Yeah. Um, Edward that says that his family likes her, especially Esme, and like this is great and all, but she said like two words to them. Like, how would they even be able to judge so fast and like? Yeah. How do? You, how can you like? They've barely interacted, really. How do you know well, that? Well, she was playing. She's wearing a long khaki skirt. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. If that's what I had to do to get parents to like me, mm-hmm. I'd be golden. No, that's just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a problem with parents. But I, I've, I've never had my a problem point with is parents, like, yeah. My point is, like, they haven't had a real conversation about anything. Like, how can they make these judgments and say that they love her and they she's love great her because edward loves her i yeah. get that but like come on you can still have an opinion but whatever well rosalie has an opinion well, that's true <laughs> rosalie yeah i get it 
Um, but so apparently everyone left, and Edward says that this is very subtly giving them some privacy. Uh, Bella is hung up on Rosalie and em- Emmett not liking her since they- I almost said Emily again. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett Lee. Uh, I think that's their couple name, Emily. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that works. Yeah. Uh, Bad word, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily. Or like Rosette. Oh, Rosette's good. Yeah. I feel like that's a real name. They're both or, real names. Yeah, but those are both like too nice. Rosmet. Rosmet. Um Or Emroz. Emroz. Emrose. Em- Rosmet. Em- anyway. Flo's the worst. <laughs> Uh, but Bella's hung up on the fact that Rosalie and Emmett do not like her, and since they were not there, and Edward says that Rosalie will come around, and Emmett thinks that Edward is just a lunatic, I guess, for wanting to be with a human, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have a problem with Bella. He's also just trying to reason with Rosalie. I guess she's pissed, so it's like, all right, babe, like, I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you yeah. don't like her, I don't like her. And yeah. also, Edward's insane yeah <laughs> yeah but i'm sure Emmett's also like yeah like you're so right but also like you couldn't resist me when i was a human like look at this and like you know i killed those two hikers like blah yeah but she's probably also like i instantly turned you into a vampire i never wanted you as a human i wanted you as my vampire boyfriend that's true valid point <laughs> true yeah um, but turning bella would mean that they would have to leave well, I guess not yet. No, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if that was, like, but, Emmett's argument, it's like, oh, you wanted me when I was human, she'd be like, not really. Oh. <laughs> she's like, well, kind of, yes, but no, because I immediately. with you as a human. Yeah, she's yeah. still a human. Yeah. True, 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 true. Um, but I kind of like, honestly, the rest of this section, because we learn a ton about the Collins and all of them, especially mm-hmm. Carla later mm-hmm. on. Um, but Bella asks, what is it that upsets Rosalie? And Edward says that Rosalie struggles the most with being a vampire and that it is hard for her to have someone on the outside know the truth and that she is jealous of Bella being human because she wishes she still was. And I think it's kind of amazing to see how someone so beautiful and powerful would rather be human than have all the perks of not being human. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know. Like you think like it's something so desirable. Yeah, it's something so desirable to live forever and, you know, be really fast and yeah. have all, like, be really smart and pretty. And then it's like, well, it's not as great as it really she seems. She was already smart and pretty and desirable as right. a human. So it's right. not. Well, which is also why I think she has a hard time, like, knowing that someone on the outside knows the truth because she probably likes the illusion that like everybody thinks she's just like this normal human girl but she's like fucking perfect and stunning and it's just like one more leg up she has on everyone yeah yeah uh bella then asks about jasper and edward says that he told jasper to keep his distance since he is new to being vegetarian and may lose control easier foreshadowing fair enough but yes foreshadowing bella then asks about carlisle and esme and edward says that they are happy that edward is happy Esme has actually been worried about Edward, afraid that something was missing from Edward's essential makeup since Carlisle changed Edward when he was so young. And I'm just, I'm not sure if she means like, like he doesn't know how to love yet or something. Yeah, I wasn't sure if she meant like biologically he's not fully developed, like mentally he's not fully developed. Probably but I feel like, like both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, like emotionally not so developed. But I feel yeah. like still living a hundred years, you would Develop. at least you would mature in every well, way so that except kind of, physically. Yeah. So that kind of makes me think she's thinking like that part of like puberty didn't really hit him. Like he's not really interested in girls. In girls like yet. he yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's fair. I guess Which boys would still kind of be like later. mental development too. Yeah. 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 Which despite living for a hundred years, like you still have the brain of a seventeen year old. Yeah. Yeah. You can just maybe like hone hone it a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you can't like find an interest in someone then you, you then you can't. Yeah. Uh, Bella says that Alice seems enthusiastic and Edward says that Alice has her own way of looking at things literally because she can see the fucking future (laughs) but Edward realizes that Bella knew he was keeping something from her Uh, Bella realized that he wasn't going to give anything away yet though and I'm assuming that this is in reference to her vision about Bella becoming a vampire Mm -hmm. herself Mm mm-hmm uh, Bella asked what Carlisle was telling Edward before, and Edward says he wanted to share some news with him and wasn't sure if Bella should know, so that's why he did it with his brain. <laughs> um, but Ella's like, Bella. <laughs> Ella. <laughs> Bella's like, Gora, sorry. Ella Juan. Sorry, are you going to tell me? <laughs> um, Edward says. Yeah, like, that's just like just as fucked up as her question of like, I have a question, but I'm not gonna. You're not gonna it. tell you. Yeah, but never mind. Yeah. He's like, well, Carlisle wanted to tell me something, but we weren't sure if you should know. Yeah. And uh, we still haven't said it. Nah, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of had to tell you. Uh, Edward says that he is going to tell her because the next few weeks he's going to be extra protective over Bella and wouldn't want her to think he's a natural tyrant. Like, okay. Well, you he is, but are. And you yeah. already watch her sleep. It's like, he's like, how much more extra protective can you be when you're watching her 24-7 anyway? Now she knows it. That's true. Yeah, but she and probably now, wouldn't even notice. And, and yeah, she would still think it's, like, cute. Yeah. And, well, now <laughs> I think he's going to start to want to, like, you know, be like come to Charlie's literally door. There. Like, literally there all yeah. the time. Like, when, like, any hour that he can be. Yeah. Um, so Bella asks what's wrong and Edward says nothing is really wrong but Alice sees some visitors coming soon uh, these visitors know that the Cullens are here and are curious um, and that these visitors are vampires but they are not vegetarian so they may uh, not even and that they may not even come into town but Edward is going to be extra protective of Bella until they leave I guess because he doesn't want them eating her if they're curious about the Cullens they're gonna they're come gonna come to into town. town yeah I don't fucking know you're right yeah but they don't live in town oh I guess that's well yeah I guess that's true but Carlisle works in town yeah and yeah. the kids go to school in, in town. town it's yeah, their fair town enough, fair enough um, Bella shudders at this, and Edward's like, finally a rational response. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, okay. It's like, um, this is all I had to do to get you to be scared? <laughs> Bella began looking around the room, and Edward says, not what you expected, I guess, about the house. And uh, Bella says no, and Edward kind of jokes, saying how there's no coffins or skulls pinned in the corners or cobwebs. Ha ha ha. Funny. <laughs> Bella comments that it is so light and so open. 
Uh, and I, I guess this is kind of ironic, but if the house is in private, I guess it doesn't really matter much with the windows and everything going on. But like you said, too, there's oh, also yeah. shade. Yeah, it's, it's their, I like, didn't realize safe there was, place. Like, it's like yeah. their safe place. I didn't realize there was also like a ton of shade. I thought they just kind of glowed at yeah. certain times of the day in <laughs> there. Know, well, that's how I've always thought of it. I never Dappled realized. sunlight. Yeah. 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 Um, but Edward then says it's the one place that they do not have to hide. Um. Edward finishes playing the piano and Belle starts crying and I'm just like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> um, but then Edward grabs one of her tears as it comes down her face and then puts his finger with the teardrop in his mouth to taste it. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And I literally am like, um, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm challenging you both. Like, if I'm challenging you both. Okay, I'm challenging I'll you both. So I make, need to make Nick cry so yeah. I can taste his yes. tears. Yeah, both of you. Yeah. Have I ever- poll, poll, poll. We're doing a poll. <laughs> Would you rather taste someone's tears or have your tears tasted? Have my tears tasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I mean, I already know what tears taste like. They're salty. Yeah, but they have, yeah. To, they have to... I have definitely tasted my own tears before. <laughs> yeah. I have tasted my own tears and my snot like, three days ago when I was reading a book and sobbing into it. Um, but Edward just completely shifts topics here and asks if Bella wanted to see the rest of the house. So I guess we're just gonna ignore. So weird. He's like just gonna ignore the salty. Want to see the rest of the house? <laughs> <laughs> like literally. <sighs> I guess we're just gonna ignore the whole teardrop in his mouth thing because Bella doesn't even ask about it. She just accepts it. She's just like, okay. <laughs> it's so weird. She's like, that was hot. <laughs> yeah i do want to see the rest of the house show me your bedroom she's like yeah take me upstairs um so here's like a little description of the house as they walk through so quote we walked up the massive staircase my hand trailing along the satin smooth rail the long hall at the top of the stairs was paneled by a honey colored wood the same as the floorboards um uh, they walk past all the bedrooms and as they walk by edward's literally like alice carlisle has me Jasper. <laughs> he's, just, he's just pointing and saying the names. Um, but as they're walking past, Bella stops to look at the large ornament hanging above her head. And Edward says that she can laugh because it's sort of ironic. Uh, Bella reached up to touch the large wooden cross, but didn't end up touching it. Bella was just curious if the wood would feel as silky as it looked. So they have a large cross hanging in their house, which, yes, it is... Ironic. ironic yeah mm-hmm. very ironic um again back to the whole mormon thing i don't know exactly yeah i mean the, like the religion says about it i i have no i really don't know um i would imagine but they talk about how carlisle's fought later on they talk about how carlisle's father was angelic and Angel- what, what's the e- name oh evangelical evangelical yeah. yeah yeah something like that evangelical yeah um but Bella assumed the cross an evangelist. Would, uh, what did you say? An evangelist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Bella assumed the cross would be very old, and Edward says it is actually from the early 1600s, uh, which was around the time Carlisle was alive, like, a, as a human. Um, so he, and he probably, like, carved it and kept it to, like, ward off evil spirits and, like, all that. Yeah. Which kind of, like does still work in their house if you think like yeah i guess if you think about they're it, yeah. not like the traditional Vamp- evil vampires yeah you know? yeah 
Bella asks why they keep it, and Edward says it is nostalgic and that it belonged to Carlisle's father. Uh, Carlisle's father crossed, carved the cross himself and hung it on the walls above the pulpit where he preached. Bella took a pause and felt it hard to grasp that the cross was so old, but she doesn't find it hard to grasp that Edward is old and everyone else is old, but the cross is old, but whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, she also didn't know how old Carlisle was until now. So, like, as far as she probably thought, like, they're probably all 100 years old, somewhere in that range. Well, technically, they all are, except for Carlisle. So, like, she's already like, oh, okay, like, they're not that old, like, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Edward asks if Bella's all right. Typical. Uh, Wait, doesn't he actually say, how are you feeling? I think he does. Because I was listening to it. Yeah. On Audible. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How? <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> That's We're adding that to the intro. Where have you been? What are you drinking? And How, How are you, are you feeling? feeling? Also, drink. Yeah, drink. <laughs> um, Bella then asks how old Carlisle is. And Edward says that he just celebrated his 362nd birthday. Um, and then... We kind of go into the section where Edward kind of tells Bella Carlisle's story before he turned. So this is kind of a long blur, but it is pretty much from the chapter. It just describes his history. So I just kind of wrote it out. Um, but Carlisle was born in London in the 1640s. And time wasn't marked as accurately back then for common people. So that's just kind of an approximation when Carlisle thinks he was born. But it was just before the Cromwell's rule. Um he was the son of an Angelican pastor. Is that right? Evangelican. Evangelican. I'm pretty... Okay. Angel... I mean... I thought I it said yeah, Angelican. It could be something. It could be. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, no, it is. It is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've um, never heard that. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. Um, his mother died giving birth to him, and his father was an intolerant man. As the Protestants came into power, he was enthusiastic in the persecution of Roman Catholics and other religions. He also, This is his father, by the way, not Carlisle. He also believed very strongly uh, in the reality of evil. He led hunt to, hunts for witches, werewolves, and vampires. Um, mm. They ended up burning a lot of innocent people. Of course, the real creatures he saw were not so easy to catch. So a lot of innocent people died through throughout these hunt, uh, hunts. When the pastor grew old, he placed his obedient son in charge of the raids. At first, Carlisle was a disappointment. He was not quick to accuse, to see demons where they did not exist. But he was persistent and more clever than his father, and he actually discovered a coven of true vampires that lived hidden in the sewers of the city, only coming out at night to hunt. In those days when monsters were not just myths and legends, that was the way many lived. Uh, people gathered their pitchforks and torches and waited where Carlisle had seen the monsters exit into the street, and eventually one emerged, and he must have been ancient, weak with hunger. Carlisle heard him call out in Latin to the others when he caught the scent of the mob. He ran through the streets, and Carlisle was in the lead of the pursuit. The creature could have easily outrun them, but he was too hungry, so he turned and attacked. He fell on Carlisle first, but the others were close behind and turned to defend himself. He killed two more men and made off with the third, leaving Carlisle bleeding on the streets. So that's how Carlisle was turned. Um, Carlisle's father would have burned any body that was infected. So Carlisle crawled into an alley and hid in a cellar, burying himself in rotten potatoes for three days. 
Uh, and this is when Carlisle kind of realized what he had become. So he had become the vampire that he was hunting. Um, and he wanted to hide because he knew that if people found out, they would probably try and kill him. Like his, <laughs> like imagine? his father would have. It's tragic. That's so sad. And also, like, you have to keep quiet. And, like, it's the not a easy transformation. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. And you're on rotting potatoes. Rotten potatoes smell <laughs> so bad. So yeah. bad. And they're, so, like, wet and ew. Ugh. Yeah. Um, after you telling- get an infection. <laughs> well, not him because he would be a vampire. But, yeah. Um, after telling this to Bella, he asks how she was feeling. Uh, Again. So maybe that's, okay, this I is think, I think before he asked if she was all right and now he asked how she was feeling. So okay, I think right, they switched up there. a little bit, but still the same, like, I, I knew he asked at some point. I was like, <laughs> um, and Bella says she's fine, but has some questions and Edward says he will show her more of the house and they can talk and he leads her down the hall and that's how we wrap it up. Damn. Edward said he will shower her more. Yes, he will shower <laughs> her more. <laughs> oh, shit. Edward's going to shower Bella next chapter, guys. Next chapter is called Shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's called Hot Shower. <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. It's called Carlisle. But yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed. It like, is called Carlisle. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really enjoyed reading, like, Carlisle's story and just kind of learning more. I know. About these that. last two chapters really were, like, so the most interesting chapters we've had in the whole book, which mm-hmm. is really sad because it's more than halfway through. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of a lot of info. So even though it was like filler chapters, it was informative. Yeah, but it was like good filler. It yeah. was it was world building, even though there were like holes. Yeah. Well, great. Definitely. Catch us uh, catch us next week where we discuss chapter 16, which is more, more about Carlisle. Carlisle. More info. <laughs> See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. Bella. Where the hell have you been, Loka? See, like, uh, I don't know. That's just my interpretation. Like, if you say partner, you're not really dating me. That's just what I mean because I am different generation. I don't think it's a generational thing. As they arrive, they are happily... I'm sorry, I thought I was going to burp. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, I am a hot mess over here. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 